Welcome to Get Your Book Seen and Sold. I am your host, Claudine Wolk. You can find me at my Substack account, claudinewolk.substack.com. We're talking all about publishing and book marketing. If you have decided that you want to write a book and you're trying to figure out how to publish it, or maybe you've already written a book and you're trying to figure out how to market it, this is the podcast slash Substack for you. Our goal is to give you great tips, by example in some cases, to help you get your book seen and sold. So join us through the newsletter or the podcast today and get your book seen and sold. If you like what you hear, leave us a five-star rating. Welcome to Get Your Book Seen and Sold. I am your host, Claudine Wolk. With us today is Alexa Bigwarf. She is the CEO of Write, Publish, Sell, and the conference host for the upcoming Women in Publishing Summit that will be held virtually this uh, March 6th through 9th. Welcome, Alexa. Well, hello. Thank you so much for having me. Whoa. So I was talking to an aspiring author not too long ago, and she told me about your summit, and she said it was life-changing. (laughs) <laughs> well, that's really lovely to hear and, and really what we aspire to do. So I'm glad that's the result that happened for her. Yeah. So when I hear life changing, I, I got to get I got to get involved. I got to get involved. OK, <laughs> so your workshop, more information about Alexa's workshop will be in the show notes and you can find her online. Women in publishing summit dot com. Um, I love the way you have this set up. So I'm hoping you can describe it. Tell us who it's for, how it works. And we were going to talk a little bit about how you came up with the idea. So let's start with how it works. Okay. All right. So it is a fully virtual event. We've been doing this since 2017. Well, actually, 2015 was when I ran my first one, but it wasn't until 2017 that I rebranded as the Women in Publishing Summit. Um, so we were virtual before virtual became a, a big thing. Um, but we we have a four-day event and we break it down into writing on the first day, writing craft on the first day. Then the second day we get into routes to publication, publishing production, editing. And then the third day is all marketing. So marketing, whether you're just getting started, whether you're still writing your book or whether you've already published and are looking to sell more books, tons and tons of great marketing tactics. And then day four is always about business growth. So we really strive to help people grow their businesses, whether they're an author or they're a professional in the publishing publishing industry. We really want to make sure that there's opportunities to look at different things like using LinkedIn or using Pinterest was actually one of our pre-conference bonuses that just the the things that then aren't necessarily marketing of your book, but are more of marketing of you and more help you grow as a business owner. Do your authors have huge headaches when they're done with the conference? (laughs) (laughs) Well, usually everybody is really exhausted. Um, We have mixed into all of this. We have fun sessions like... um, chair yoga. We have tons of networking, what we call our coffee chats or happy hours at the end of the day where people get thrown into small groups together and get to know each other better, which I think is fundamental to our growth, collaborating, knowing other people, finding out who does things that might be able to help you, all of those. And our attendees love the coffee chats. Like I'm almost convinced I could sell just two days of coffee chats (laughs) and people would be just as excited about it. But we also do, we highlight our sponsors because we bring in 
sponsors who are only relevant to writing, publishing, and selling your book. And we really want our attendees to know what tools are out there and available for them because so many of these companies can really take help take them to the next level, whether they're looking for a publisher or a book coach or an editor or a marketing tool. We we try really hard to bring in the companies that provide the best tools and resources, um, uh, uh, companies like PubSite who offer a DIY author website that is specific to authors and to selling books. So really, you know, it's, it's very important to me to make sure that that our attendees don't only get training on writing craft and how to publish and where to publish and all those things, but also what they can use along their journey to really help them in that process. As I was reading through everything that you offer, it occurred to me that it's it's almost like the uh, Book Expo America of old, where yes. you could pick and choose workshops. Absolutely. Was that the idea? Yes. And so we have the workshops divided into four different segments. So again, back to the how it works, we do all of these live in Zoom. So you feel like you're actually at a conference. It's not it's not pre-recorded. Everything happens live, which is a little uh, intimidating as the manager of this. But it's it it's done that way so that people can really engage and interact, ask questions of the speaker and feel like they're actually at an event with them. And then we have those Zoom rooms broken down into um, sessions that we feel are good for the general audience, for anybody who's in our audience. Then we have sessions for our beginner authors. So if you're just getting started or maybe starting in a new genre, which feels like you're starting all over, as I learned when I transitioned from being a nonfiction to a fiction writer. And then we have one that's for more intermediate or advanced authors. We expect that these are the authors who are already published or very, very close to publication and are looking for a a higher level training. And then this year, for the first time, we have a track that is specific to professionals in the publishing industry. So publishers teaching publishers, editors teaching editors and other sessions that are that are meant to be for the business builders, actually professionals in the publishing industry. Of course, anyone can attend any of the sessions that they want to attend. There's no limit like, oh, because you're a beginner author you can't attend the professional track. Well, sometimes people are beginner authors, but have areas of expertise, or maybe they're an editor by training or a graphic designer and want to learn and grow a business as well. So it's really meant to be a very comprehensive event. And really the beauty of doing it that way is bringing together all of these different levels of expertise and knowledge so that when we do go into our coffee chat, you might get paired up with um, an author who's published five books before or a marketing expert or someone else that together we find that we we learn together, we grow together. And in fact, our theme this year is better together because we really are. I'll say, I'll say. So with 40 (laughs) plus workshops, does the individual decide which ones to attend? Can you possibly attend all of them? How does that work? It's impossible to attend all of them because we have four sessions running at a time. However, everything is recorded. And so, and you have up till December 31st to to go back and watch whatever you want to. So when our attendees are looking at the agenda and they might get a little overwhelmed and trying to decide, oh my gosh, which one do I go to? In our orientation session that we have prior to, I really help encourage them to look at what they most need now that's going to get them to their next steps and which sessions they feel like they would want to ask the most questions about while they have the presenter there live and can get that immediate feedback and answer to their questions and everything else you can go back and watch throughout the year at a later time. 
That was going to be my next question about who is this intended for? And it sounds like it's a whole group. Um, it On your website, it mentions um, publishers, industry professionals, and authors. But on the author side, it would be authors at all different stages, aspiring authors, authors who are just starting to write, or, or and authors who have already written and are looking to grow their business and do bo- more book marketing. So it's really all-encompassing. That's exactly right. Uh, We do lean a little heavier towards the beginner and intermediate side. I know that's some of the feedback that we had from some of our authors who um, who published multiple times is that, you know, a lot of the content was was too basic for them, which is why this year we introduced the advanced track and, and, and advanced, you know, can can cover a wide spectrum of things. So learning more about the tools that they need once they've published or are really close to publishing. We do have some advanced writing workshops, writing craft workshops that are really meant to be for people who are already writing and then need that extra push. Okay, so now I've I've written my book, how do I get better dialogue? Or how do I write better characters? Or how do I add prose to my nonfiction or, you know, things of that nature. And then in the marketing and business growth, it's definitely focused at people who are already published. So if you don't have a book yet, you don't need to be thinking about running promos or using a tool like book funnel to, to um, build your email list unless you are you have a short story or a few sample chapters, Uh, that you're working on, then you can start using those tools. But we really try to break it down so that people can come in wherever they are and get some training that will move them to the next step. I love this because so many authors find out a little bit late in the process that they're going (laughs) to have to book market. And then when they discover book marketing, it's so overwhelming that they don't know where to start. And they certainly aren't aware of the breadth of things that are available to them. So it sounds to me as if you are introducing them at different levels to so many different book marketing things that they can choose. That's exactly right. Because I remember when I launched my first books, and of course, over the last 10 years, I've been working with authors as well. And I see this a lot. People don't think about their marketing until it's too late, or they don't think about Um, As an example, I'm a children's book publisher as well. And a lot of authors that want to do children's books don't understand that if they go out and get illustrations, they've already eliminated themselves from going the traditional route because traditional publishers are going to get an illustrator for you. So really knowing and understanding things that seem like they're far in your future can help you from making a lot of mistakes when you publish that first book and also reduce that overwhelm of, okay, my book is done. I want to launch tomorrow because it's ready. Let's do this. And then they're like, oh my gosh, I don't have an email list. I don't have any tools to market myself. I don't even know what a paid promo is. Um, You know, all of these things. How do I find readers? Like these are the things that you need to be thinking about from so early on in the process. So at least if they have access to the materials, they may not be able to take action yet on any of these things, but it puts it in their mind. Okay, I know, even though I just came up with the idea for my book, I need to be thinking strategically. Where do I need to be showing up? How do I grow an email list? How do I start thinking about finding my readers? Who are my readers? I mean, these are things that have to be thought about really early in the process. And then, of course, of course, for those more advanced authors, it's okay, I launched my book and I'm not seeing the sales. Do I need 
need a better cover? Do I need a better call to action? Do I need better social media? Do I need a better description? Oh, I've gotten some really negative feedback on my book. Maybe I should have had an editor. Should I go back and re-edit? Or I did okay with my self-publishing. Next time I think I want to go with an agent or a traditional publisher. What's that look like? So we really, again, try to make sure to me, I mean, the old slogan, I was raised in the 80s and 90s, knowledge is power. I mean, what you know and learn will help you save time, energy, and money. And that's really a goal. And then put you putting you in a community of people at all different spectrums, levels, backgrounds, expertise, knowledge, all of these things really helps people as they ask questions and and also for those people who are are frustrated because this is hard work this is not just something that's easy to do so being able to see the success stories of people that are farther along in their journey is really an important piece of the puzzle too i've thought about breaking the conference and i may still do this i've thought about breaking it up into two separate conferences one that's just for beginners and one that's just for already published authors. But I keep coming back to this thought of the benefit. If I can convince the advanced authors of why they need to be there, you know, the benefit to everybody being in the same room mm. together um, and especially being there with professionals where they may connect. We've had so many people that have connected with a publisher that have connected with their editor who found their book marketing expert or PR person. It's you can't just go off of Google sometimes. Yeah, you can find some great people there, but if you're not sure how to find the right people, having conversations with them and and talking to them and seeing how they are and if you jive with them or not is 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 really important. You know, it's funny, Alexa, when I talk to authors who have a fiction book in mind and they're trying to decide how to how to go if they want to traditionally publish or if they want to, you know, maybe pitch it to an agent and they're at that um, beginner stage. It's so crazy how how often they just they just don't know where to go. And they're told maybe attend a workshop, or join a writer's group. And to them, it seems like, well, you know what, how is that going to help me? Right. And but that is where those network connections are made. Yes, absolutely. Um, it, it's funny because I, I mentioned briefly a minute ago that I, I was a nonfiction writer from the get-go. My first book was on grief and loss after a personal tragedy that we had in our family. And then I just got the bug. I like it. When I went through the process of doing that the first time, I've, I've always loved reading. I've always loved writing. And I started doing more books, wound up doing some parenting books, wound up doing um, some books for authors and I'm working on a book for uh, public publishing and all of those types of things. So as I'm growing my audience, I'm working more authors, I'm working with began to work with fiction authors as well. And I just really wanted to write fiction. I was having so much fun helping them get their books out and seeing them do their launches and, mm -hmm. and all of the excitement that came around with it. So I decided I was going to write my own book. So I published in the fiction, I published my first fiction book a year ago in December, Four Days in Paris, under my pen name, Lexi Haddock, so that people wouldn't be on my author page and be like, wait a minute, this was a great book, but all our other books are like grief and loss or books for <laughs> authors. I don't want to follow this person. So I did the whole pen name thing. And it was like starting over from the very beginning, even for me, a professional in this field, I had so much to learn about writing craft that I didn't know. I didn't know what a beat was. I didn't know what people were talking about when they were saying you're head hopping. And being in these groups where you've got people who can provide that kind of feedback, 
that kind of even just sharing things like, okay, you're writing a book that you don't even know how to describe. Like if you come to a session and you're like, well, it's partly fiction, partly memoir, and there might be a little bit of self-help in there, like then everybody will hopefully not jump all over you, but people will be like, no, 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 because it's so hard to publish a book if you're not very clear on the audience and on the genre and learning the genre, it also, this is a little bit of a side, but it also amazes me how many people try to write books in a genre they've never even read. And first, <laughs> and first I'm like, why are you doing this? Well, like most people write in a genre because they also are avid readers of that genre. Um, and then uh, if you don't know the norms of that genre, like it's time to get in there and do it. I never intended on writing a rom-com. It's what happened because I wanted light Mm-hmm. I wanted light during COVID, right? Like I, I, I love World War II, and I was originally working on a World War II fiction book, and it was just too heavy. I was like, I cannot read another book about World War II right now, even though I love it. Even though I will read anything set in Paris in the 1940s, anytime <laughs> I couldn't during COVID, and so I started reading a bunch of of rom coms. One of my good friends is a very is a very a well-known um, rom-com writer. And I was reading all of her books and I was like, this feels so awesome. It's just fun to giggle and all these things, but I didn't know the rom-com genre. So I read and I read and I read and I got went to classes. And, and it's like, it, so when people come in and they're like, you know, I've already written a book. Do I need more training? I'm like, sheesh, I've written 14 and I'm still getting training and I'm still attending these conferences and learning new things all the time. So yes, Wow, that was a long answer to your question. No, this is great because you, you answered a whole lot of other questions I had and I didn't even have to ask. So you're making my job very easy, which I which I love and I appreciate. Uh, one of the questions I had for you is about the orientation because I know folks are listening and they're saying, I want to get in on this. Can you tell us how the orientation session works and also uh, the price of the conference? Absolutely. Well, first of all, I want to I want to mention that um, okay, we'll start with the price. It's currently at one hundred and ninety seven dollars. It will go up around March first to two forty seven. We've got all kinds of coupons out there. I can tell you right now that members of my community and your community are welcome to use the Alexa fifty coupon, which will save them fifty dollars from that. Um, but we also, if budget is a problem, we also have um, lots of free events. We do at least one free webinar every single month, sometimes more than one. And if you go over to womenandpublishingsummit.com forward slash events, you can see all of our upcoming free webinars. Uh, We'll be doing one on March 4th with our opening keynote speaker, Stacey O'Byrne, and she's a very inspirational speaker. So she's going to come motivate everybody. So definitely sign up for that one, even if you can't attend the full conference. The orientation session is for ticket holders only. So that session will run, I think it's the Friday. I do them twice to try and catch as many people live as possible. But of course, it's recorded so people can go back and watch it. And I started doing this a few years ago because we realized on day one, people were overwhelmed, didn't know where to go. um, Or, you know, didn't feel they felt like day one uh, every year is pretty wild because people are trying to figure out how to go and where to go and all those types of things. So I started doing the orientation so I could walk everyone through the process of the event, how to get things, where they'll receive things, where they can watch the replays and all of that. And we did this for the first time last year and it reduced the anxiety tremendously and made our day one still hectic, but less hectic um, because of that. And I just find that, you know, I know when I'm going to any event, 
I like to look through like, where am I supposed to go? Where do I check in? Where do I do this? Where do I do that? And obviously in a virtual event, you don't have a person sitting at a booth saying, here's your badge, here's your schedule, here's where you go um, and with room numbers and all of that. So in, it, we wanted to make sure that we have a way to answer everybody's questions and, and calm everybody down. The other thing that we do is we have a help desk that's open all day long on day one. So that's Zoom room number five. And in that help desk area, if people are struggling to find the right room or can't get into Zoom or anything weird is happening or they just want to say hello to somebody and are overwhelmed by the bigness of the conference, <laughs> they can hop into the Zoom room and get one-on-one -on -one support. And that's also been a big help for our team and in managing it. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. And what a great price point as well. I can see. I think so. We yeah. and I, and I really want to thank our sponsors for that. And you can see all of our sponsors. They all have discounts and deals and giveaways and fun things over at womeninpublishingsummit.com forward slash sponsors. But their sponsorship dollars help us keep the event as low as possible. And one thing that we do, it's very important to me because I when I started. I was a stay-at-home mom with three kids, five and under. We, our youngest had been in the NICU for three months. We had lots of bills. We had all kinds of things going on and I couldn't have afforded a $197 ticket to anything at that point in time. So we, that's why we always have coupon codes running. And for our previous attendees, they always get, always for now, I don't plan on changing this. I always offer our previous tickets an early bird ticket price at $97. So that's an incentive to get in there as well. And it's because of our sponsors and because of their generosity and continuing to support this and we have great sponsors like Ingram Spark and Bublish and Pro Writing Aid and um, Abundantly Social and First Editing. And I could go on and on. Editors, Book Funnel, um, Children's Book Mastery. Just There's just so many wonderful sponsors in there. Speak, Write, Play. Um, sorry, I'm just trying to get as many of them as I can in there. But um publishers um such as and and book coaches like your book is your hook we have empower press it's just it's a great lineup of of other industry experts that i have formed personal relationships with each and every one of them i've met them at in person events um and and i know and trust them and that's really important to me because my audience trusts me so if i'm going to put someone in front of them i want to make sure it's someone that i know is going to do well by our authors. Fantastic. So I guess we have time for one more question. So I'm going to ask you, what, what made you come up with this summit idea? That's a great question. I am a trainer by nature. I love to teach. When I was in the military active duty, I was an intelligence officer. And I, I was I almost always volunteered to be the training officer as well, because I am very passionate about making sure that people have knowledge behind them on what's happening and what's going on. So uh, in about uh, maybe it was 2014-ish, 2015, when I was getting really ramping up my business, I started attending virtual conferences. Um, so we weren't the first, I should say that. Like there, this was summits, virtual summits started happening way back 2012, 2013. I actually attended my very first one for an autoimmune conference because I have autoimmune issues. And I was like, this is such a phenomenal idea. And then the writing ones started and I started attending those. And I I thought to myself, what a great way to help other people who have struggled with the same things that I struggled with as I was learning the ropes of being a published author 
and also a, a great business idea, really. If you can bring people in at the time, I was I was searching ways to be able to stay at home with my three small children and we needed extra income. And I thought, what skills do I have that might contribute to our family? And it's a win-win because I'm really passionate about it. In 2016, 2017, I started noticing that there was a real lack of representation of women and diversity in a lot of these conferences. So I am an entrepreneur by nature, and I thought to myself, well, you're already running a virtual conference. I've been learning through all my business training that you get rich in the niche, that the farther, like the more specific you are on who you want to be in front of, the, the more power you have in all of your marketing and all of those things, which applies to book marketing as well. Um, and so I thought to myself, you know what? I want a place where we can celebrate these women that I know who are just killing it as as publishers, as editors, as book marketers, as authors. And I want to create an environment where we can all learn together and celebrate each other and raise each other up because this world is hard. This publishing environment is hard and challenging. Women think about things and respond to things differently. And it's it's because of our, our really um, niche down into the women and those who identify as women that we can do fun things like talk about um mindset in a way that men don't always talk about that talk about imposter syndrome that talk about the challenges of the mental overload if you're managing a family and a job or caring for aging parents or all of those things that's just not talked about in a lot of conferences and um and it's really been a really beautiful growth and development the more we started putting out that message the more we started getting in people who also are very passionate about all of those things who are passionate about social issues, who are passionate about doing good and making a bigger impact on the world. And and it's it's our pleasure and honor to be able to help them bring these books into the world. And the results, what have you seen in terms of successful authors who have completed your program? It's been amazing. I, I, it's been amazing to see the comments and the feedback and to receive the emails. I know in um, 2021, when we hosted it, obviously that most of the prior year, we'd all been in lockdown. And this story always makes me tear up when I <laughs> when I talk about it. But one of the, the ladies in our audience said in our final happy hour session, she said, Alexa, my husband wants to send you flowers. And I was like, Okay, tell us more. This, this is exciting. I'll take flowers. <laughs> and she said, I have been stuck in my armchair the last six months, just depressed and not having any motivation and lonely. And, you know, being here with this group of women has reinvigorated me. I'm writing again. I'm so fired up. I'm happy. And he just thanks you so much. So that's how, you know, some of our, 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 and I was overwhelmed by that. I mean, to me, this is my business. I also have a huge why behind it, but sometimes I get so busy doing the details and scheduling the speakers and doing all the things behind the scenes that I forget how much of an impact it can have on other people. But beyond that, we get numerous emails and comments that people had been looking for a publisher forever. And it wasn't until they met 
you know, um, Michelle from Grace Point at the conference that they found and connected with the right publisher, that they'd been working on their books for years and had set it aside. And now they're writing again, that they finished their manuscript, that they published their book, that they set up their own publishing house, that they found their, uh, we have this one group of women that's just, I just love them so much. They came together during, um, during the summit and then really formed a bond in um, WIP school, which is our membership program. That's kind of the carry it on between conferences, training, et cetera. They formed a small group together, and three years later, they are still getting together in person. They're supporting each other through their writing. They're supporting each other through their book launches. And so it, it just it's it's overwhelming sometimes how much this event impacts other people um and really is humbling to me and and I just hope that 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 vibe continues and that those types of relationships and success stories continue. Absolutely. So we've been, we've been speaking with Alexa Big Wharf. She is the CEO of Write, Publish, Sell, and the conference host for the upcoming life-changing Women in Publishing Summit uh, conference. It's womeninpublishingsummit.com to sign up. Upcoming in March, uh, March 6th to March 9th. So take a look at her website. Sign up today. Thank you so much for doing this for our authors and also hoping that you'll come back and tell us how it all goes. I would love to. I love being on podcasts. <laughs> Any, anytime, you know, I really appreciate it. Thank you. And you are listening to Get Your Book Seen and Sold. You have been listening to Get Your Book Seen and Sold with Claudine Walk. Thanks for listening. And remember to share and subscribe to my Substack, Get Your Book Seen and Sold at claudinewalk.substack.com. With paid subscriptions, some less than $5 a month, you will have access to all of my resource-filled posts and podcasts, plus a fill-in-the-blank book marketing plan that you can download. At the highest subscription level, you will also get a 30-minute consult with me. When you are ready to make some decisions about your book, subscribe today, and let's come up with a plan.